It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Oh, would you look who came to work today. Coming to you live from the greatest country in the world. Broadcasting from the tippy top of the world famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. It is Fox Across America with your radio buddy Jimmy Fallon. And guess what I didn't do today? Guess what I didn't do last night? I didn't get caught with more classified documents in my house. Joe Biden did. And we're going to jump right in today, and we're going to do it to it. Old school, MTV unplugged, no bells, no whistles. Normally, we start the show with some pyrotechnics, a couple of cute audio drops just to distract you from my glaring lack of intellect. But in this instance, we begin with some straight-up you-and-me time, 888-788-9910. That is the phone number. If you want to be a part of the show, I should also point out, that it is the phone number if you don't want to be a part of the show. You know what I'm saying? If you just want to call up and be like, yo, Fela, you suck. And I'd be like, all right, thanks, Jenny. Now can we get on with the program? You know, you can do that on this show. We say it every day. You can be anything you want to be on the show. This is not a steer the vote program. I'm not getting on the air every day being like, well, I hope they vote a certain way by the end of the show. I'm not an activist. I am a talk show host. So when I get on the air... I'm not, you know, catering to one political ideology. What I'm catering to is one country. It's a country I always, you know, declare as the greatest country in the world because it is. Although I'm going to be honest with you, you know, America may very well be, you know, the Michael Jordan of countries. You know what I'm saying? We are the Mike America. They're the Michael Jordan of countries. And I would agree that we are, except under Joe Biden's leadership, we are Michael Jordan when he was playing minor league baseball you know, for the Birmingham Barons in the Chicago White Sox organization. Tell them like it is. I mean, this is a mess. Biden gets caught last night, and I just listen. The reason I'm jumping right in is I want everybody to understand. Normally we set up the show, oh, we got this guest. Oh, we got that guest. You know, that's usually how the show begins. It's a talk show. I'm your buddy. Okay, and we have guests. Byron Donalds will be here today, fresh off a Stint with Joy Reid. He was on Joy Reid the other night on MSNBC. My buddy Byron Donalds. Joy Reid is a race-baiting loser. Is she ever? Okay, and we'll talk about that. He's going to join us in this hour. He's a half hour away from joining us. Okay, Dave Lando will be here. He's a comedian. He's great. He's funny. Okay, I'm here. Okay, you're here. It's going to be wonderful. Okay, but today, when I got to the garage today, so crazy. I drove into the city. I drove my Bronco in today. You know, I was really excited. For those of you who don't know me well, um, I, I drive a white Bronco, and I, yes, you're like, oh, O.J. Simpson. That's not why I bought it, although oddly enough, my wife has never behaved better since I bought that Bronco. <laughs> I mean, we don't argue. There's no, t- there's no nothing. I mean, she's walking on eggshells. I kid, Jenny. I love you, babe. You're the best. But the point is I drive my white Bronco into the garage today, the same garage I've been parking in for the past three years. And today, for the first time in three years, they hit me with an oversized vehicle fee. That's just how white folks will do you. That's how they did me. They're like, oh, you owe me an extra 20 bucks. And I was like, dude, I've been parking here for three years. You never hit me. And he goes, oh, you owe me another 20 bucks. That's not right. It's not right. Okay. And that's kind of how I started my day. And that was maybe my top vehicle-related news story or at least the one I thought was going to be my top vehicle-related news story of the day. 
So Joe Biden, check this out. Joe Biden, according to his lawyers, uh, has now been found with classified documents in a garage on the floor next to his Corvette in his home office. Does that sound like a guy being careful with classified documents? The answer would be no. Let me play this for you. Okay, this is where we're going to start, and we'll go from there. Because this is bananas. If America is your priority, okay, if calling a fair fight is your priority, then let's be very clear, okay? Everyone telling you, oh, there's a big difference between the Biden documents and the Trump documents. Yeah, you know what the big difference is? The Trump documents were stored in his home that had 24-hour Secret Service protection as a former president of the United States. The Biden documents, the first ones we heard of, were stored in an office at the University of Pennsylvania that had received $30 million in donations from the Chinese Communist Party. Okay, the documents are just sitting there. I'm going to go out on a limb, say it's a little easier to get into that office than it is to get into the house that's surrounded by Secret Service protection. But now to take it a step further, this latest batch of documents is just in the garage of the guy's house. He's a former vice president. This garage is not subject to 24-hour surveillance. And this is not exactly the guy who is taking his oath to protect classified information as super serious as he wants you to believe. In fact, here is Biden on September the 18th when the Trump Classified documents were found in the Trump home, surrounded by Secret Service protection 24 hours a day. Here is Biden calling that reckless. It's clip 18. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought... What data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? <laughs> How could anybody be that irresponsible? Because everybody knows if you're really trying to protect classified information, you leave it in an office surrounded by Chinese donors. You leave it on the floor of your garage is what you do. I mean, you're trying to protect classified information. Here's Biden's explanation. He spoke. Just moments ago, Biden was speaking at the White House. I don't remember that ever happening. But it did, and he was asked by Peter Ducey, how could you be so reckless? Here it is, clip one. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Oh. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway. Yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, But as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents uh, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and mm-hmm. file cabinets in my home and my in my 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 personal library. Okay, so here it is to hear Biden tell it. A small amount of documents with classified markings in his library. 
small amount of documents on the floor next to his Corvette. You know, the garage is locked, right? I mean, everybody knows you, you know, can't break into a locked garage that has classified documents belonging to the former vice president of the United States of America. Here is the official, official government explanation and rules on how to handle classified documents. I'm going to read it to you. And I want to start by understanding that, you know, making sure we understand the distinction here. The FBI raided Donald Trump's home. Guns, sirens, camera crew. Because he had documents stored under lock and key, also under Secret Service protection. They felt he was slow in giving them back all the documents. When his lawyer said this is all the documents, the Secret Service or the DOJ or the National Archives, to be clear, went back and said, oh, we found a couple more documents. FBI raid. This guy is selling out the country. And again, okay, it was a process to get those documents back. Now, the president does have the power to declassify them. We don't know what he specifically did and didn't declassify. But what we do know is there's a massive double standard between Trump and Biden. Bingo. Okay, Merrick Garland is supposed to speak today at 115. He's your attorney general. Now, we don't know if he's speaking in regards to the Trump special counsel that's ongoing. We don't know that he's about to, you know, invoke a special counsel for Biden. But a lot of people want him to. Uh Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. And why do they want him to? Because Joe Biden, the guy you heard in that 60 Minutes clip saying, how could anyone be that reckless? Joe Biden was 10,000 times more reckless. I agree with that. Dude, classified documents on the floor in your garage next to your Corvette. Because I know what I'm trying to protect, state secrets. What I do is I go, you know, lay them down next to a couple of pints of Valvoline. You know, that's what I, little armor roll for the tires, a couple of nuclear codes. What do you want from me? I'm keeping the documents safe. I mean, this is bananas. Here is the official explanation from the government on how to handle hard copy classified documents. Okay, I'll read it to you. You tell me if this sounds like Biden was doing right. Okay, hard copy classified documents. Number one, inside a specially created government SIF, S-C-I-F. A room that has been designed and secured specifically for this purpose. That's where you put hard copy classified documents. Inside a specially created government SIF, a room created by the government to store these documents. Does the floor of the garage next to the Corvette sound like a government created room? The answer would be no. All right, number two. Maybe he gets back some points here. Maybe he claws back, does some extra credit to boost his grades. Inside a specially designed government briefcase. That's used for transportation. It's nylon, double-binded, has a lock and key. Documents inside this briefcase cannot be opened outside of a skiff, meaning you cannot even open these documents outside of a skiff once you get them under lock and key out of this briefcase. Now, in this instance, these documents are not only not in the briefcase, they're not in the skiff. Does that sound like he has improved his test score? The answer would be no. Okay. Let me give you electronic classified documents, which you can get in a lot of trouble for mishandling electronic classified documents. I'm Hillary Clinton, and I approve this message. All electronic classified information must be stored on a secured government server and nowhere else. They cannot be printed. They cannot be emailed. They cannot be saved or transferred to an unclassified computer server. 
Hillary Clinton, by the way, did all of those things, emailed them, transferred them to an unclassified computer server, okay, faced no FBI raid. She faced no sirens, no TV, no charges, no nothing, and I'm not starting a locker-up chant. I'm just here to explain to you that Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton brazenly mishandled classified information in a way that would very well jeopardize the security of this country. Okay, we don't know that about Donald Trump. We actually, what we know about Donald Trump is they're all in his house. There is no second location. Biden told us yesterday, I was surprised to find them in my office. There's no other location. Then we find out last night, oh, turns out there's more than one location. What else did we find out last night? Oh, turns out they weren't stored safely at all. Folks, I am telling you as someone who cares about the country, when there is a double standard, there is no standard. I get a lot of people hate Donald Trump. You can hate Donald Trump. That's fine. He's a big boy. He's got billions of dollars. Guy's married to a freaking supermodel. You know, I mean. Hubba, hubba. Siri, guy's doing just fine. Okay, you're allowed to hate him. That's fine if that's how you roll. Okay, but you're lying to you to yourself if you don't think there's a double standard in play today. Okay, because understand, Trump is in his home surrounded by Secret Service agents. Trump is not accused by his son's business partners of selling influence to our government around the globe. Biden is on record by name. We have corroborating emails. We have corroborating pictures. We also have Biden straight up telling us he's never once spoke to his son, Hunter, about his business. You told some of the biggest lies that I've ever heard of in my whole life. So when Biden says, oh, you can trust me, I've always done the right thing by classified documents. You don't understand. Uh, no, you- You're a bald-faced liar. A liar. And that's the point. He's lied to you about everything known to man. Oh, the Georgia voter ID law. That's Jim Crow on steroids. Really? Asking for a driver's license is worse than burning down somebody's house so they don't vote? Uh, I got to be honest. No. You know? Oh, the Putin's price hike is what it is. Inflation was at 8% when Putin invaded Ukraine. Okay? It went up to 8.2. Putin didn't cause inflation. Biden did. Vaccinated people can't get COVID. More vaccinated people have died from COVID in the past month than unvaccinated people. Are you getting a theme here? Joe Biden lies about everything. Okay. And when it comes to classified documents, if you think he's telling the truth, you're telling a bigger lie than he is, and you're telling it to yourself. Girls send Biden to bed early because he's really old and he's senile. He makes up so much crap, the country's worried. He's lying like it's going out of style. You can't hide. For a while they made some try. I thought by now they'd realize there ain't no 
You're hanging out with Jimmy Fallon on Fox Across America. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Funny exchange right here. Peter Ducey got in the ring with Karina Jean-Pierre. She is so bad at her job. She didn't get any better overnight. Here is KJP being asked how he could be, uh, you know, so irresponsible and ultimately, which I loved. Uh, she was also asked, let me play you this one first, actually, because it's even funnier. Uh, this is KJP saying, telling, explaining why we can trust Biden with the secrets. It's clip four. How can President Biden be trusted moving forward with America's secrets? Because his lawyers, his team did the right thing. But he had a closet with he, classified his information lawyers in did it the that right, they found. Again, 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 again. He, did, he was surprised right that the records were there. He spoke to this personally. He was surprised that the, that the records were there. And when his lawyers found out and his team found out that they were there, uh, they turned it over to the archives. And now it's being reviewed by the Department of Justice. <laughs> Such an idiot. This is pretty much the worst video ever made. I mean, think about what she just said. Okay, how can Biden be trusted with American secrets? Because his lawyers did the right thing. Oh, I guess. So he did the wrong thing, but his lawyers did the right thing. And we all know lawyers never, ever lie to anybody. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. But understand... Okay, that statement was made before we found more classified documents on the floor of his garage next to his vets. Does that sound like a guy who was doing the right thing? The answer would be no. I'm telling you, these people are weapons-grade stupid, and they're in charge. It's absolutely, positively horrifying. It is Fox Across America with your radio buddy, Jimmy Fallon. They're bringing me back from break on Def Leppard, who, by the way, Emily Campagno, co-host of Outnumbered, that is her favorite band. She loves Def Leppard, who, by the way, Def Leppard's still touring, although at their age, they're now singing Pour Some Splenda on me. I don't think they're allowed to have sugar at that age, but good for them. They're rocking out. Uh, but nobody is rocking harder than this next guest who went on the Joy Reid show and lived to tell the tale. Superstar congressman from the great state of Florida, Byron Donald's back on the show. Yo, BD. Jimmy, what's up, my man? Uh, you know, I'm a big sports fan. I can only communicate with other men through, like, sports analogies, you know, because I'm a stunted intellect. Uh, I really loved watching you be the away team on Joy's show. Uh, I, I just want to say that because I think you showed up to genuinely have a good faith discussion uh, and you were trying to reach voters who might not traditionally agree with you. Uh, my question to you is, do you feel like you were brought on to have a good faith discussion? Uh, no, <laughs> but that's OK. I went in to have a conversation. You about did. Things, uh-huh. But uh, that's not it didn't appear to me. That's what she wanted to do. Um, it was pretty clear in the middle of the first question mm-hmm. when 
you know, she basically tried to say that I was a token. So, you know, from that point forward, I kind of knew what we were doing. Yeah. But look, I, for me, I'm not afraid of dealing with no. her or anybody else. It's just about going out and uh, explaining yourself. And I, The mm-hmm. most important thing, I think, from that one is, mm-hmm. man, a lot of people just really liked it. And the people who hated it were like her, like, diehard viewers. Yes. You know, I could tell from the comments. But, you know, other people liked it. I think it's good. I think we should do more of it. Yes, thank you. Well, that's the thing I wanted to commend is at the end of that. Because, you know, she... It's so funny because she was not only interrupting you, like she got so carried away she was interrupting herself. I'm like, yo, you cut yourself off three times. What's going on here? It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's, it's I get true, it. Man. You cut off the guest when you're cutting off yourself. It's a little much. But the point is, at the end, I did see, as someone who has met you uh, and had you on the show multiple times, I did see an effort at the end to remind you that you wanted to do it again. And the reason I bring that up, BD, and the reason I commend you for not getting hostile with her and for not just using the, you know, ensuing 48 hours to trash this woman is because I do believe you're in a position where we want to engage her supporters, like on the ideas, not on like the character assassination thing. People have plenty of hot takes on Joy Reid, but I think the truth is we would benefit more from getting in the ring and fighting that idea battle. Is that your genuine takeaway? Yeah, I do. And like I said, we just need more of it. There's so many people out there who don't watch Fox. They don't listen to you, Jimmy, although they should. Hey, girl. Um, and they, you know, they watch MSNBC or they don't watch anything at all. They watch clips on, on TikTok or, or YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, obviously people have clipped that thing and it's all over the place and, and that's all well and good. But the real point is that you got to engage in a battlefield of ideas. If you're not going to do that, then you're not you're not ready to win. Yeah. And I'm about winning. In a perfect world, Byron Donalds is on the line. He's a, he's all about winning. He's a Florida State fan. Well, listen, when you went to Florida State, they were all about winning, and they're not bad now. I'm not trying to give hey, you. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we're we're back to winning. We're back to winning. Okay. <laughs> Repping hard from the 19th congressional district of Florida. Listen, it could be worse. You'd you'd rather not make the playoff than be TCU right now, right? Mm, nah, I still would have rather made the playoff, but that was bad. Dude, 65-7, that was dude. Sixty-five. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't yeah. think they could beat Georgia. Uh-huh. And honestly, how they beat Michigan? Uh-huh. Michigan turned the football over. You know, nope. you turn the football over, you gonna lose. That's and that's what happened line. to Michigan. That's the bottom line. That's why our Giants are in the playoffs this weekend here in New York in your old hood. Uh, the Giants, they, you know, they're not terribly flashy, but they don't turn the ball over a lot. In the NFL, it also it gives you a big deal. But you know what? I'm going to pivot really quickly because you brought up yeah. turning the ball over. Uh, the president was just outed uh, for what could sound like a, a fumble uh, for having classified documents in his garage next to his vet. Uh, in all the you know speeches you've been given about handling classified information, did anyone ever suggest putting it on the floor next to a pint of Alvaline? Uh, no. <laughs> I've never heard anything so ridiculous. But then again, it's Joe Biden. So why are we surprised? <laughs> Look, but here, here's okay. seriously, but here's the fundamental issue with this. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden to, had these documents in his possession after he left the White House from being vice president. Mm-hmm. Now, some people might be like, well, what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Uh, vice presidents have no ability to declassify anything. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, a vice president has the same ability to declassify information as you do. Or I do, which means none. So why does the <laughs> vice president have these things in, their, in, in, in his possessions? That's number one. And then number two, more importantly, why did it take six years for us to figure this out? Yeah, it's crazy. And, and then the third part is, well, where's the raid? 
You know, yeah. just, has somebody impounded the Corvette? You know, like, <laughs> where's the raid? What's going on? I don't know. But they were quick to raid Mar-a-Lago when they knew the documents were there. And President Trump's lawyers were in negotiations with the National Archives. And by the way, who's ever heard so much from the National Archives? Like, what, what, what is going on? How did they become important all of a sudden? <laughs> we're at the episode. There was a Seinfeld episode where there was something called a library cop. You know, I didn't watch a lot of the show, but that's where we're at now. There was a library cop, apparently. <laughs> They're getting a lot of overtime these days, BD. And it's it's yep. bananas, man. It is. And, you know, I think the point we're trying to make is that, like, if there's a double standard, there's no standard. And that seems to be the case here, because if you're raiding Mar-a-Lago with lawyers engaged on the issue, but we're just finding Biden stuff six years later, you have to know there were other documents in other locations. We may or may not find out about them. But the thing is, the comparison I keep coming back to is everybody, you know, so it's different with Trump than Biden. I really think the difference is Trump's home is under Secret Service protection. Okay, Biden's documents, the first dump is at the University of Pennsylvania. They got 30 million dollars from China, who, oh, by the way, might have an interest in some classified documents. Jimmy, you're making too much sense, man. You got to stop. The press says that everything is okay because his lawyers contacted the National Archives. End of story. No, you're totally right, and there's so much more here. The one thing that I didn't know, I just found out, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that the Penn Biden Center got money nope. uh, from a Chinese company or from mm-hmm. the Chinese government themselves that still hasn't been made available to us, mm-hmm. and that Joe Biden was taking a salary from said Penn Biden Center. Yep. I didn't know that. That's We're finding all that out real time. Yeah. So there's more stuff to come. Um, the biggest thing overall is that you got to have a president of the United States, in my view, who is not compromised by the business dealings of his son and his brother. It's really that simple. And this speaks to more of it. Now to the classified documents piece, look, it is ridiculously uh, derelict for him to even have classified documents. This is the same as Hillary Clinton and her server. You're not allowed to do it. It is actually a violation of the Espionage Act. Oh, spot- it is. Sorry, but that's what it is. I know. And nobody, it's, it's everybody's trying to f- draw this distinction between one and the other. But if you broke the law, you broke the law. And again, I think this was a battle they started. Uh, it's not a battle anybody asked for. But this sounds like so reckless that I don't think we're engaging in a tit for tat so much as we're just engaging in a this is really reckless and we need to get to the bottom of it, especially when you know that, again, we have people on record like Hunter Biden's business partners put their name on the accusation that Hunter was selling, inter- you know, interest in our government and the father was getting a kickback. The guy's now the sitting president. Me and you can't explicitly state that the guy is compromised. But if he is compromised, we're all compromised. So if ever there was a time to run the Carfax on a purchase, I think today's the day to run the VIN. That's all I'm trying to say. Let me ask you this. I think you're right. Thank you. Let me me ask you this. Byron Donalds from the 19th Congressional District of Florida. His wife is now a a Twitter celebrity. Okay, Erica Donald's getting a lot of love on the Twitter (laughs) yesterday. Kind of a big deal. Is she like an influencer now? Is she on TikTok lip syncing? Where has this taken her from yesterday to today? I'm not sure she's going to do the lip syncing yet, uh, but I'm, not, I'm here for all of that. You know, I think the influencing game, the influencing game is a real game. That thing matters in America today. No, it really does. But I, I bring it up because the, you know, the core of her post was about how you never experience more racism as a black man in modern day America than you do when you declare that you are a black man who happens to be a conservative. That's when the real fireworks come out. 
are they just like just speak to this the easiest question are they threatened by the idea of a black conservative is that the start the jump off yeah i'm a narrative buster Listen, if you have black people who actually hold conservative leanings, and by the way, a lot of black people hold conservative leanings, mm-hmm. a lot of us, yep. but if we actually espouse that and we actually follow that with how we vote, that is a clear and present danger to the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party can't survive without black voters. We all know that. Yep. So, yeah, that's why you know they, they come out, whether it's you know myself or Burgess Owens or Clarence Thomas. You know, or Alan West or Condoleezza Rice, or you can go all the way back. Mm-hmm. That's why they always throw out, oh, this is a token. Oh, the, you know, they're, they're being used. Oh, you know, you know, they don't know, you know, they're, they're doing a dance and all that other stuff. You know, I just find it interesting that all these people who make these accusations never say it to my face. <laughs> but that's, you know, but like I told the press corps the other day, man, like I'm 6'2", 275. I, you know, I don't really worry about that. <laughs> Yo, we played that clip on the show, Clubber Lang. We played that. We played that clip when he said it last week. <laughs> that was all for you, Jimmy. Let me tell you. I was like, Jimmy, well, like Jimmy's going to like this one. Yo, I lost my mind. That was like the closest thing to a Mr. T I've had in like this decade. Like the only thing you, you should have put on the gold chains and did the mohawk. Did you give it any thought? Is that is that is that the 2023 version of I Pity the Fool? <laughs> Fire Donald. Go and let me give you one. Shut up, fool. That's some Mr. T for you. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh, man. But we loved it. And then really quick, I know you're happy they wrapped up the speaker process and you're happy McCarthy yeah. was the guy. But were you flattered yeah. to be getting as much love as you were as a possible alternative, even if you didn't want the gig? Heck yeah. Damn right you were. Man, Jimmy, that was cool, man. Are you kidding me? Like, I, honestly, though, it was it was, it was was a crazy time mm-hmm. in the chamber. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was surreal. Yep. But, man, it was cool. Not oh, going to lie. That, was, that part was cool. You know, I was like, <laughs> man, I was saying to myself as I was being nominated, I'm standing in the back, and I'm just like, you know, I'm like, man, look, Ma, I made it. That's all <laughs> I could think in my head, you know? Um, <laughs> I had to say. Yeah, no, I, I look, I, I think it was the thing where, um, you know, we were we were kind of deadlocked. And, um, you know, I was just happy that we were able to kind of work yep. through it. And mm-hmm. get the job done. And look, we're we're active, man. We're going to be active. There's going to be so much that House Republicans are going to be uh, doing this Congress. And we want the American people to know, like, we're not here to play silly political games. Like, we're being serious about this. Um, even with whether it's classified docs or all this other stuff, mm-hmm. it's not just about oh, we just want to get Joe Biden. Yeah. It's that there are some serious, serious concerns about. Um, other people outside of our country having influences on our president and the way our agenda is going. That matters. Congress should actually get into that. A hundred percent. I would just tell you this as someone who talks to a lot of voters, man. Nobody cares if it took a week or it took a month to confirm a speaker. They care what you do with the majority, as you know. You know, if you put put up a 13 and three season, nobody's going to care about that preseason game. You know what I'm saying? That was a preseason game. Now you're in the regular season. These games count. You know, you guys get out there and get some dubs. Everything's going to be fine. So you're a big yeah. deal. Tell Erica not, you know, t- to, to lose it. I don't want her to become like a crazy influencer. I, I don't mind that she's influencing. I just I've seen it happen fast <laughs> for people online. OK, I don't want to be watching Keeping Up with the Donaldses like I do, but I just don't want it to happen so fast. Like it, let it develop. Can we do that? Absolutely. Right, Got it. We're not doing reality TV, though, man. <laughs> that's not that's not happening. You know who wants to do reality TV? Your boy, Wesley Hunt. Oh. He would show up for a reality show in a second. 
Hey, I'm gonna tell him that too. You better you know, tell you him. You know that. what I told him? What? You know what I told him? What? And it's, he's gonna, you gonna like this. Mm-hmm. I said, man, if they do a movie about this whole this last week, I told the man, you know who's gonna play me, right? He said, who? I said, I'm, Michael B. Jordan's gonna play me. <laughs> he goes, no, I'm gonna be played by Michael B. Jordan. I was like, come on, man, come on, Wesley. <laughs> Wesley Hunt's <laughs> gonna like, be, come on, man. Yo, he's gonna be played by Louis Gossett Jr. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wesley Gossett Jr. And I'm fine. I'm here for it. I think it's great. I actually, oh, I'll, man. I met Michael B. Jordan at a Hawks game. It's a long story, but I was yeah. I was sitting courtside, yeah. kind of chummy with the owners. It's a weird story, and uh, a pretty cool dude. I got to tell you though, you win an Oscar for Creed, you definitely attract a level of women that I didn't really know existed as a talk radio host. You know what I'm saying? You meet a lot of good ones out there, but when you're a dude with a with an Oscar, I mean, there were things going on courtside that I, I don't even care to discuss in a family program such as this. So I'll let you go. But tell Wesley Hunt, yeah, he's Lewis Gossett's calling, and he wants the role. Definitely. Hey, real quick, shout out to Michael B. Jordan. He's yes. a phenomenal actor. Yes, he, he does is. great work. Oh, he is. World-class, man. And uh, I think he'd be honored to have the role now that he knows you've been nominated for House Speaker. I'll broker something. Back channel. We'll get in touch. There we go. You're the best, B.D. All right. See you, Jimmy. See you, man. The great Byron Donald from the 19th Congressional District of Florida. He's telling you the truth, man. Democrats horrified by the idea of a black conservative. I agree with that. And the reason being is because he is. He's a narrative buster. No, when you listen to the clips, I'll play you more of them during the day today. When you listen to the clips of how many times Joy Reid interrupted him, she interrupted him so many times she was interrupting herself at various points during the discussion. She was cutting off herself. That was embarrassing. It really was. But why was she doing that? She didn't want him to express his policy positions. She didn't want to show the world that a young, okay, I mean, wildly intelligent. I mean, the only knock on his intelligence is that he does this show. You get past that, he's a brilliant guy, okay? And she doesn't want the public, she doesn't want her public to see that a young, brilliant black man, okay, who is raising a wonderful family and who is actually putting the country's interest first has policies that prioritize the well-being of all Americans. Because Democrats, they speak to us in racial groups. They keep us divided. They don't see us as people. They see us as hyphenated people, Asian Americans, black Americans, white Americans. We're just people, okay? And she doesn't want a black conservative speaking to the fact that they're trying to create a rising tide that lifts all boats. And that's very appealing to people of every ethnicity. But they're not looking to do that conversation. They're looking to do a conversation of, well, as a black conservative, he must be mentally ill. There must be something wrong with him. Let me cut him off and frame the debate in a way that discredits any point he makes that might be appealing to my viewers. Again, this is everything you need to know. Okay, really quick. I'll give you the Howie Schneidler story. Growing up, my man, Howie Schneidler, great guy, fun guy, little league dad. You know, his son, Dennis, good buddy of mine growing up. Howie was like a guy who worked out. He was like one of the dads that was in shape. You know, when all of our dads were eating a stick of pepperoni and drinking a 12-pack of Meisterbrow at the Little League Stadium, Howie was there with like a wrist cruncher. You know, he was a little bit of a playboy. He wore a lot of gold. He was a nice guy. Okay, but one day, some parent on the other team after the game was like, hey, I ought to kick your ass. And Howie goes, I don't see anybody holding you back. And the dad was like, yeah, real tough guy, and it just went home. The point was, one of them was willing to fight. The other one wasn't, okay? Byron Donalds was on there saying, let's have this idea debate. Let's do this again, even though you cut me off 100 times. Joy Reid wasn't. Why? 
because she knows there's no way that the actual idea battle ends in her favor. He knows what he's talking about. You're listening to the hottest show in the country. Our country is in serious trouble. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. It is Fox Across America with your radio buddy Jimmy Fallon. I was on Fox and Friends first this morning. If you missed it, it is on the Fox Across America Facebook page. Today, I will be on the Fox Business Network at 5 p.m. with Dagan McDowell, who is thrilled to have me. That is balderdash and hogwash and mm-hmm. You stop us. But if you don't want to meet me on the TV, uh, you can meet me in this next hour of radio. Diamond Dave Landau is coming up. Elon Musk has just dumped another batch of Twitter files. And, of course, we're all waiting on pins and needles to find out where the next location of classified documents is going to be found. Biden basically has a children's book out now. You know, they have, like, where's Waldo? It's like, where's classified info? The latest batch was just found on the garage next to his Corvette. Come on, you got to do better than that, dude. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Here we go, here we go. Getting ready for another big hour of top shelf radio in a bottom feeding political world. That is Fox Across America with your radio buddy Jimmy Fallon. And in the next two hours, we're going to hear from a couple of my buddies, including Diamond Dave Landau, who is a nationally touring comedian who had every flight in the country grounded yesterday because our transportation secretary has been too busy renaming the computer system as opposed to getting it to work. Pete Booty Judge is pathetic. We will discuss it with Diamond Dave. You'll be welcome to weigh in as well. But, of course, the big bombshell headline as we get on the air in this hour is that Joe Biden has now been caught with classified information at a second unsecured location. This is the biggest schmuck I've ever met. This time around, the documents left in his garage on the ground next to his Corvette. Biden sucks. I mean, man, Merrick Garland, your attorney general, is supposed to be speaking in 15 minutes. Okay, that was the official edict. That was the official pronunciation. Uh, And if, in fact, he does speak on time, we will take it live. We'll dip in and out of it and kind of get you up to speed on what he's speaking about. Because right now we haven't been given any direction. As you know, there is an ongoing special counsel as it pertains to Donald Trump's handling of classified information, information that was stored under lock and key at his home in Mar-a-Lago, which, of course, has 24-hour Secret Service protection. Okay, Trump's retention of classified documents resulted in an FBI raid. Sirens blaring, guns drawn. They were in his home for nine hours. There were even camera crews that were tipped off to the whereabouts of the raid. It's almost as if this was a a show raid. But now, lo and behold, we find out that Joe Biden had committed perhaps even more egregious offenses, and there was no raid whatsoever. There was no TV camera. There were no guns drawn. There was no nothing. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. It's a double standard, and when there's a double standard, there's no standard. It's just bad for the country. I'm not here saying, like, you know, Oh, they did that to Trump. And blah, blah, blah. I don't want they shouldn't be doing it to anybody. Understand? There's a reason they're doing it to Trump. It's obviously all political. But the point being is if you're on the left and you think it's great that your guy gets the good bounce of the ball, well, they only raid the other side. Oh, the media only bashes the other side. This is great. No, it's not. 
it's not great because when people in positions of power are not subjected to the same standards as the rest of us, okay, you run the risk of compromising the quality of everything in your country as we have done. The economy's bad, the border's wide open, crime is through the roof, and we're being laughed out in other parts of the world because we left Afghanistan, a war we fought 20 years, in order to make sure we didn't have a terror group uh, that was breeding in Afghanistan, we left with a terror group in charge of their government sitting on $85 billion worth of our weapons. That can't be good. The country is failing in every way under Joe Biden's leadership. And the fact that we're now finding out that he has been as reckless with classified information as he has been with everything else in this country is actually grounds for serious concern. Now, the reason the media protects a guy like Biden and says, oh, there's a difference between the there's a big difference between the Biden storage and the Trump storage. And you got to understand. Come on, don't bullshit me. But the reason they do it is obviously they're not, you know, they're activists masquerading as journalists. They're in the tank of the Democratic Party. The media wants one party rule. Okay, but one party rule, doesn't matter if it's Republican or Democrat, is the actual worst thing that can ever happen to a state or any other locale. If you don't believe me, try to walk a block in San Francisco, which has been liberal for 100 years. You can't walk three feet without stepping in or avoiding the idea of stepping in some type of human waste. Disgusting. One party rule. Walk around New York City. You know, New Yorkers like to call the middle of the country, oh, the flyover states. Ah, we fly right over them. First of all, if you live in a flyover state, you're a genius. Everything's more affordable. It's a better quality of life, lower taxes, and you don't have to walk out the door in the morning with some pantless hobbit swinging a sword on a bench in front of your house like we do here in New York. New York is psychotic. One-party rule. Okay, go to Detroit. One-party rule. Go to Minneapolis. One-party rule. Go to Baltimore. Go to Philadelphia. What are every single one of these one-party rule places where the quality of life has fallen off a cliff have in common? They're all run by Democrats. One-party rule is horrific, and we have a Justice Department that is trying to enable one-party rule in this country. When you raid Donald Trump's house with guns drawn over him holding on to classified information, but you find you tell us, oh, but now Biden, we just let the employees. Biden's employees looked around and turned in whatever they had. So no need for an FBI raid there. We don't need the FBI to search. We'll just let the employees search and we'll take their word for it. You understand that is a double standard. That's a Justice Department trying to create one party rule. That's why Hillary Clinton was in charge. Again, I will read you. This is the official government classification handling process. Okay, understand what we know about Joe Biden's documents. Joe Biden's documents were stored in an office at the University of Pennsylvania. Okay, does the office have 24-hour Secret Service protection like Donald Trump? The answer would be no. No, Mar-a-Lago, 24-hour Secret Service protection, whether he's there or he's not. Do they have that again? I'm sorry. The answer would be no. How about in Biden's garage on the floor next to his Corvette? The answer would be no. Folks, here is the official. This is the official Okay, guidance on how to handle classified information has to be inside a specially created government SIF, which is a room that has been designed and secured specifically for this purpose. Did they have that at the University of Pennsylvania? The answer would be no. Is Do they have that on the floor next to Biden's Corvette? The answer would be no. Or number two, inside a specially designed government briefcase that's used for transportation. 
It's nylon, double-binded, has a lock and key. Documents inside this briefcase cannot be opened outside of a SIF. Was these docu- were these documents in that briefcase? The answer would be no. Hmm, really interesting. So there, in there alone, he has already, just there alone, he has already broken the law. He should be behind bars! Now, obviously... They don't wind up behind bars in this situation because we're living in a two-tier justice system. The electronic classified documents, okay, remember those? We had a presidential candidate who caught a little heat from the American people because she had classified documents stored on her own private email server. This is not okay. Here it is. If you're handling electric classified documents, all all electronic classified information must be stored on a secured government server and nowhere else. Secured government server and nowhere else. Does that sound like the people's pantsuit was being careful with classified information? The answer would be no. Okay. These emails cannot be printed, emailed, saved or transferred to an unclassified computer system. Hillary Clinton did all of those things. Correct the mundo. Okay. Again, was she prosecuted? The answer would be no. Did they raid her home? The answer would be no. Did she tell the truth about any of this? The answer would be no. And they still didn't raid her home. So you understand there is a two-tiered justice system in this country. There's a two-tiered media justice system in this country. And it's not good for the country. I don't say this as a Republican. I say this as an American, okay, with a wife and a kid who grew up rooting for this country. There was a time when you rooted for the country because you were in on the joke of how lucky you are. This is such a spoiled, senseless generation of ingrates. People bash America. They bad. We are the greatest source of good the world has ever known. Do you understand? Whatever it is you're unhappy with America for, oh, they treated these people wrong. We're not right by those people. The fact remains, more of those aggrieved people are moving to America than any other country in the world. Meaning, whatever you think the marginalized people in our society are, and to be clear, no one is oppressed in America. There is This is the most tolerant society on the planet of Earth. There's not one single job you can have in polite society if you are demonstrating outward racism, bias, or hatred for anyone. If you are a driver, okay, for FedEx, and you go online and say, I don't like these people, within five minutes the video goes viral, they dox you, your name and address, your employer contacts you to let you know you've been fired. That's the way it works. So I'm not telling you there aren't people out there that harbor bad views, but I am telling you we don't live in a society that tolerates it anymore, okay? What we do tolerate is politicians selling out our country at every turn, and the reason they get away with it is because it's become more important to fight the other party than it is to fight our common enemy. Our common enemy is voters, whether you're Democrat or Republican, is corrupt leadership and our foes on the world stage. And, of course, things like common cause, things that happen domestically, like COVID was our common enemy. But we fought each other a lot harder than we fought the disease. Republicans want to do this. I say we do that. Screw these Democrats. No, what about fighting COVID? We didn't do that. Merrick Garland has just got up to the podium. Let's dip in and hear what he has to say. I'm joined today by John Lausch, U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Illinois, who conducted the initial investigation into the matter. So this is about Biden documents. On the evening of November 4th, 2022, the National Archives Office of Inspector General contacted a prosecutor at the Department of Justice. 
It informed him that the White House had notified the archives that documents bearing classification markings were identified at the office of the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement located in Washington, D.C. That office was not authorized for storage of classified documents. Oh! The prosecutor was also advised that those documents had been secured in an archives facility. On November 9th, the FBI commenced an assessment consistent with standard protocols to understand whether classified information had been mishandled in violation of federal law. On November 14th, pursuant to Section 600.2B of the Special Counsel Regulations, I assigned U.S. Attorney Lausch to conduct an initial investigation to inform my decision whether to appoint a special counsel. Mr. Lausch has served as a U.S. Attorney in Chicago since 2017. Before that, so he spent more Garland. than a decade as an he assistant U.S. attorney. He is reading the credentials of the man he had advise him, him to conduct the initial on whether or not to form a special counsel to look into Biden's mishandling of documents. Here's the verdict. Professionally and expeditiously. On December 20th, President Biden's personal counsel informed Mr. Lausch that additional documents bearing classification markings were identified in the garage of the president's private residence in Wilmington, Delaware. President Biden's counsel informed Mr. Lausch that those documents were among other records from the period of the president's service as vice president. Mm. The FBI went to the location and secured those documents. On January 5th, 2023, Mr. Lausch briefed me on the results of his initial investigation and advised me that further investigation by a special counsel was warranted. Whoa! Based on Mr. Lausch's initial investigation, I concluded that under the special counsel regulations, it was in the public interest to appoint a special counsel. Wow. In the days since, while Mr. Lausch continued the investigation, the department identified Mr. Herr for appointment as special counsel. This morning, President Biden's personal counsel called Mr. Lausch and stated that an additional document bearing classification markings was identified at the president's personal residence in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. When I first contacted Mr. Lausch about this matter, he said he could lead the initial investigation but would be unable to accept any longer-term assignment because he would be leaving the department in early 2023 for the private sector. U.S. Attorney Lausch and his team of prosecutors and agents have conducted this initial investigation with professionalism and speed. I am grateful to them. Earlier today, I, saw, I signed an order appointing Robert Herr as special counsel for the matter I've just described. The document authorizes him to investigate whether any person or entity violated the law in connection with this matter. The special counsel will not be subject to the day-to-day supervision of any official of the department, but he must comply with the regulations, procedures, and policies of the department. Mr. Herr has a long and distinguished career as a prosecutor. In 2003, he joined the department's criminal division, where he worked on counterterrorism. So if you're just joining us, Fox Cross America, this is Attorney General Merrick Garland, who has just announced that he has appointed a special counsel to investigate Joe Biden's handling of classified documents. What in God's name is he doing? That's actually the question everybody's asking right now. Biden, from what we just heard from the attorney general, not only had documents at the University of Pennsylvania in an unauthorized storage facility, he had them in the garage of his home. 
And it sounds like there was a third document turned over from a third location. I'm not entirely sure. That being said, Merrick Garland has just announced a special counsel will be looking into the matter and has assured us it will be completely uh, unsupervised with no oversight from the administration. Come on, don't bullshit me. Well, maybe it won't be. I don't know. But that sound you hear is Biden, at the very least, not running in 2024. This dude, okay, a month ago, oh, he's going to run again. Trump's going to prison for mishandling misinformation. Anybody like Trump who holds on to documents like that should be executed. That's what an MSNBC presidential historian said. He said, hey, anybody who says that should die. In- oh, he actually said he was like the Rosenbergs in 1953, the Russian spies who were executed. Yes, he suggested Trump should be executed. And what did we say at the time? Hey, that's really reckless, MSNBC historian Michael Beschloss. Why would you say stuff like that? The shoe could wind up on another foot. You wouldn't want that for your guy. And he's like, oh, shut up, Trump. Orange Cheeto Jesus, orange man, bad. He's the only guy that would ever store classified documents like this. Apparently not. A show so good, it's hard to describe. It's not a matter of, it's a matter of, you just, oh, in the club, I mean, um, as, as, and, uh, you know. It's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. You know, so, uh. They're playing Stepping Out by Joe Jackson. And man, oh boy, oh man, the Attorney General Merrick Garland just stepped out in front of the microphone and declared a special counsel has been launched to investigate Joe Biden's mishandling of classified information, which I got to be honest with you, opens up the 2024 Democratic nominating process to anybody. I'm Hillary Clinton, and I approve this message. I have been telling you this. For as long as you've known me as a media personality, she wants to run again so bad. (laughs) You have no idea. I have said in the past, like 20 years from now, Trump rallies are going to be chanting, help her up. She'll be 100 and still be trying to. I'm telling you, okay, they say the presidency is a disease that's only curable by death meaning people who really want to be president really want to be president and spend their whole life obsessing over it. Think of a guy like John McCain. John McCain, who spent the last months of his life just trashing Donald Trump at every turn. Okay, Uh, you know, understand John McCain was a great servant to this country, was a, you know, star senator and, you know, certainly fought for this country and was a POW and deserves all the respect in the world. But he wanted to be president so bad. And it really did, to be fair, burn his balls that somebody like Donald Trump could become president and John McCain could not. I think he's got a point. That's a good point. Uh, But stick with me. Hillary Clinton, again, someone who was a first lady. Okay, someone who was a secretary of state, someone who herself thought it was her birthright to be the first female president is obsessed with getting the gig and she's paid her dues. She was, you know, first lady all the way back in the 90s. That was when the president didn't mind if you took a knee. I believe that together we can make America great again. Wow. 
a musical dispatch straight from Ted Quarters. They're playing Stranglehold by Ted Nugent as we come back from break here on Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Whenever I think of this song, uh, the reason I fell in love with it, you know, because I was when I, I was like one years old when Stranglehold came out, but my me and my son Lincoln spend a lot of time watching football highlights on YouTube and funny videos and stuff like that. And the greatest NFL football highlight montage you'll ever watch is the Lawrence Taylor, New York Giants greatest hits montage. And I mean, you want to rock out like it nuts. Uh, it starts off with the commissioner at the time. I believe it was Pete Rozelle saying that the Giants had selected Lawrence Taylor, linebacker from North Carolina. And then they just cut to this guitar riff, like, and you see, like, LT all coked up on the sidelines, smacking himself in the face. And then he's just decimating people on the field. When the quarterback's lying there, he's snorting the 35-yard line. And uh, it's so epic, and it gets you so hyped up for football and rock and roll and everything that's great about this country. But I bring up sacks. Because Joe Biden just went down hard. Merrick Garland putting the pads on him. It was bad. And, uh, you know, we don't know where this is going to go. But we do know the Merrick Garland explicitly stated three different times that all of Biden's storage locations were not authorized he should be behind bars i don't know that we'll get there but you know what i do know are you ready for it oh my goodness i do know that vice presidents and this is what these documents are in response to vice presidents do not have the authority to declassify documents that's true that is true you don't have to take my word for it you could read the rules of the country or you could head out to tyler texas where jimmy is listening on ktbb Jimmy! Hey, Mr. Fela. Man, I tell you what, that uh, Uncle Ted intro, man, I, I'll take it every day. <laughs> I Yo, I know! I get so fired up. Me and Lincoln were watching football highlights. By the end of it, we were, like, punching each other. We're like, yeah, let's fight! It was great. <laughs> so yeah, good. so um, I, I was just telling your producer, man, you know, you just said what I was going to say. A vice, and, and nobody's mentioning it other than um, I, I believe Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri mentioned it the other night. And then your producer said that the guest that you had on earlier mentioned uh-huh. that the vice president doesn't have the authorization to declassify anything. So why did he have it? Yep. Now, if he had it and he had the authority to have it, that means somebody gave it to him, mm-hmm. which would be Obama, right? Yep. Fascinating, <laughs> right? Imagine. Imagine. Well, you know, what they're trying to say as well, at the University of Pennsylvania, he was working on a book about, you know, the time he spent covering Ukraine and China. So, you know, he had them there. Maybe he was working on a book. Like, they are the level of gymnastics that the media has engaged in to try to make it look like this is not as bad as what Trump did. Yo, Trump's documents were under Secret Service protection. Now, it doesn't matter whether, you know, it took a minute to get them back or they weren't as cooperative as the archives wanted them to be. The fact remains, Trump wasn't holding on to documents regarding any country he had been accused of doing dirty, illegal business in, okay? And to be clear, he's not accused of doing that anywhere. In fact, what's really funny, Jimmy, is we're talking about this Biden stuff, Twitter just released the latest round of Twitter files showing that internally Twitter knew and warned the Democratic Party 
that there was no Russian connection to the 2016 election, that there were no Russian bots that influenced policy and that they shouldn't be on microphones saying it. And lo and behold, according to the Twitter files, I'm going to read them on the air after me and you had done talking. Okay, they went out and did it anyway. So you understand, like, they were pushing a Russian collusion hoax, willing to destroy the country to get the power that they wanted. And Twitter was telling them, Twitter, which is 99% liberal, which wants to get rid of Trump, was still like, hey, this is a bridge too far. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Can I say one yeah, more thing? Say whatever you want. Come on, man. Yeah, so uh, I, I want to take Obama out of the mix because you remember the famous quote Obama said, never underestimate Joe Biden's uh, <laughs> ability to ability screw things to up. Yep. Things up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't think he gave him the authority to have that stuff. And I'm just going to go on record to saying that, Jimmy. Oh, spot on, Sean. Uh, take a bow. I mean, we, we hold the people of Sean, Tyler, Texas. Uh, I'm what talking to Sean. Me? I'm being texted oh. from Sean Hannity. I'm talking into the warm. I'm actually, I'm on Hannity tonight, and I'm talking to you, and I'm texting Sean Hannity at the same time. <laughs> there you go. Hey, good hey show, Jimmy. Jimmy, Appreciate you, man. Jimmy, at least I didn't yeah. call him Jimmy, because that would have been a bigger problem. Like, you can laugh about it. Hannity, I'll have my legs broken. I'll get thrown off the building. I'll see you, Jimmy. He'll be bringing out some of that. Yeah, he'll be bringing out some of that. What do they call that? MMA? Whatever. Yeah, he does. He's mixed martial arts. Now I got to fight him and Kevin McCarthy. I don't need this, Jimmy. Thanks for being a sport, man. I'll see you soon. That is funny. Yes, I'm supposed to be on Hannity tonight. And uh, we're talking about stories and stuff of that nature. And uh, I do get confused from time to time in my communications. But there is no confusion around whether or not Joe Biden should have been storing or not storing that information in a garage on the floor next to his Corvette. What an idiot. Okay, but let's start here. Because when this Biden classified document story broke, this is for you if you're a Democrat. And I'm going to, before I play this, I want you to understand. If you listen to the show because you're changing the stations, and you're like, who's this maniac that's, that's, that's on the microphone who clearly tied up the professional host, stuck him in a corner, and has now hijacked the broadcast? That's how people come across this show. They listen to it and they're like, oh, there's a crazy person, honey. Leave this on. It'll be fun. Okay, but I'm not crazy. I'm just honest. I'm just a regular dude. Okay, but understand, if you're a Democrat, so you know where I come from, because this is Fox News Radio, and if you're in a Democratic circle, you've been taught to believe, oh, Fox News, uh, big Republicans, and they they just take the Republican side every time. Wrong. Do you know how much trouble or how much heat or how much smack gets talked about Fox News by the Republican Party when we don't take their side on an issue? Happens all the time. Do you know how many tweets Trump fired off at Fox when we didn't take his side on something? You understand the reason we sided with Donald Trump a lot during his presidency? Are you ready for it? It's because he was right. Oh, wow. Understand. Okay, the Twitter files are out. When the Russian collusion hoax was going down, everybody in the media was like, guy's going to die in prison. Oh, the kids are going to flip on him. Oh, no, this is the end of this guy. Turn on CNN. He's leaving the White House in handcuffs any minute now. You're going to see. People aren't buying it, CNN, you dumb bastards. And what did they tell you? Oh, look at Fox News. They're not saying he's going to jail, and we all know he's going to jail. Look at Fox, that propaganda machine. They said it. No, 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 no. We were not on Trump's side. Understand, we were on the side. We were on the side of the truth is what we were there doing. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. So you understand, yes, we take seemingly Trump's side a lot because he's telling you the truth, okay? But the Twitter files just revealed that Twitter, 
99.6% of Twitter's political donations went towards Democrats. Twitter itself, run under Jack Dorsey, was openly telling the FBI, the special counsel, and the Democratic Party that Russian bots had no impact on the 2016 election. And despite all of that communication from Twitter, they went out and they reported Russian collusion anyway. This is politics as usual. Not politics as usual. It's disgusting. It jeopardized the ability of a president to govern, you understand, when you've got the whole world being told that he's compromised by Russia. This is an Austin Powers movie, and Dr. Evil has seized control of our government. You shut your mouth, you bastard! Remember this. I bring it up a lot. Everybody who calls you a conspiracy theorist, there has never been a bigger conspiracy than the Russia collusion hoax. America had been overthrown by Vladimir Putin, who is now controlling our president from afar. That was the accusation from the Democratic Party. They're crazy. They're not crazy because they didn't believe it. They knew it wasn't true. They were being told by Twitter it wasn't true, and they were getting on TV and saying it was true anyway. It's people with a dirty mind that think like that. And they ran with it for three years. You understand? That is a fact. But if you're a Democrat, you're listening to me right now because this is the first time you've heard the show. This is You were the person I was addressing before I went on this Russia rant. Listen to Jimmy. He's all hopped up today. Okay, is understand this is bad for you too. When the media is in the tank for one political party, it allows that party to sell out our country with no oversight, at which point your interests get compromised, my interests get compromised, and the whole freaking country goes to And if you don't think it's true, look around at inflation. What has inflation gone to? You want to know what the number is? It's Look at the border crossing numbers. You know what numbers are there? Seriously, look at that. Okay, look at the crime. Dude, it's bad right now. I'm not saying that as like a Fox News guy shilling for the Republican Party. Fox News is a shill. I'm admitting it on the air. We shill. Are you ready for it? For the country you live in. That's what it all comes back to. That's all we're ever doing is telling the truth about the country you live in. That's why we're popular, because there are a lot of people out there. Okay who understand how fortunate and blessed and privileged they are. They have American privilege. Not white privilege. It's only American privilege. If you live in this country, you have hit the lottery. We're not going to sit here and listen to you badmouth the United States of America. Okay, that's the hook. Okay, we can be honest with you about the country. On the other side of the aisle, those outlets who said Trump was definitely a Russian... The vaccine definitely stops you from getting COVID. It's not government overreach to mandate a vaccine. Even though those networks say my body, my choice when it comes to abortion, they want you to believe it's not your body or not your choice when it comes to a vaccine. That's the claim they made. Okay, we're honest every day. Sometimes Trump likes it. Sometimes he doesn't like it. Okay, but the reason the enemies hate us is because you can't handle the truth. Okay, and the truth is they're damaging this country. By trying desperately to tell you that everything Trump does is bad, everything Democrats do is good, Trump should die in prison or be executed for having classified information, but Biden is just fine. Listen to this. I played you this CBS yesterday, Adriana Diaz. This is her explaining the difference between the documents and the Trump case and the Biden case. Listen to the level of self-assuredness 
This is a woman who doesn't even know there's Biden documents, what's in them. This is a woman who doesn't even know there's more documents about to be found, not once but two more times, which means we were being lied to by the president in the White House. But listen to this media shill tell America to go back to bed, nothing to see here. I want you to understand what she's saying is dangerous. Not dangerous to Republicans, not dangerous to America, dangerous to all Americans. If Joe Biden is recklessly endangering our national security, that's a problem for you and me if you're a liberal. I'm not your enemy. I don't care how you vote. I just don't care. Okay? I'm going to go home tonight. I'm going to play video games with my son. I'm going to do a hit on Hannity. I don't get bummed for all this crazy news coverage. And then if Jenny's lucky, I'm going to give her a little something-something when I wrap all of that stuff up at the end of the night. Okay? That You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Jenny actually played that sound clip. But here it is, clip 20. When you look at this situation and that of Mm Mar-a-Lago, there's a difference in both scope Mm -hmm. and scale. Mm -hmm. In terms of the scale, Mm -hmm. Mar-a-Lago is where there were more than 300 documents that were classified were recovered. Um, In terms of this case, we're looking at roughly 10, we're told. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't know what's in the documents, but what we do know is that in the case of Mar-a-Lago, there were documents pertaining to communication between the president and Kim Jong-un, the dictator of North Korea, Mm -hmm. as well as information about nuclear secrets of Mm -hmm. foreign countries. Mm -hmm. We don't know what is in the documents that were found at the Biden Center that belonged to President Biden Mm -hmm. during his time as vice president. So that is the key question here that all of this hangs on. You suck, you jackass. She's telling you, okay, we know Trump's was way worse. Now, we don't know what was in Biden's documents. If you don't know what's in Biden's documents, then how do you know what's worse? I think he's got a point. You don't know. But now you do know. Because not only were there documents in a library that had received $30 million in donations from our biggest foreign enemy on the world stage, which is China, a country he's accused of doing business in through his corrupt son and getting a 10% kickback. Are you the big man, Joe? We have people on record who were parts of those transactions saying he was the big man, saying they were selling influence to our government through Hunter Biden. Hunter's a dirtbag. So you understand Biden having classified documents pertaining to China in an unprotected, unauthorized location. Those are the words of the attorney general. Okay, that is a criminal act, and it's a dangerous act. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, if you're an American, it's a dangerous act. Do you understand this woman, this media shill? Ah, it's no big deal here. Well, now we find out he had documents in his garage on the floor next to his Corvette. That's stupid. Use your common sense. And Merrick Garland just told us apparently there's a third set of documents or a third location. And the one thing they all have in common is that none of them, none of them were authorized for what they were being used for. When you're right, you're right, and you're right. So you understand, in this moment, my security's been compromised, your security's been compromised. Okay, it's not a political issue. The media is the enemy of the people when they try to protect one party, because protecting one party often happens at the expense of the whole country. What can I tell you, kid? You're right. When you're right, you're right. And you're right. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. I enjoyed it. It was an unbelievably interesting experience.
Wow, it is Fox Across America with your radio buddy, Jimmy Fallon. If you want to know why they're setting up a suicide hotline over at CNN right now, it's because even their own legal analyst has informed them it's going to be a lot harder to charge Donald Trump for mishandling classified information. CNN is the worst. They really are. But yesterday, John Miller said this before Merrick Garland disclosed that they were not one, not two, but seemingly a third location where Joe Biden was storing classified information. This is John Miller yesterday, without even the knowledge of a special counsel, without even the knowledge that, again, Biden was leaving documents in his garage next to his Corvette in his home just sitting there. You gotta do better than that. And this is before we knew he was that reckless. This is before we knew there was a third location. Here is John Miller flat out saying, how the hell do you charge Trump? Clip 19. We're talking about political street fighting here that is going to go on with control of the House now um, at a fairly high pitch. And, you know, if you take the pure legalistics out of it and you get into the optics and the politics, uh, what happened here is going to make it almost impossible to charge Donald Trump with any violation of... Really? Yeah, I said that last night. It it puts Merrick Garland in, in a very odd position. (laughs) He is never getting booked on CNN again. (laughs) What do you mean? They're not going to charge Trump. Well, to be fair, this is an equal time show. We're on Fox News. But the people who run CNN have just released a statement in response to Merrick Garland appointing a special counsel into Joe Biden. You want to hear it? Here it is. They are losing their minds. And I'll tell you the real reason we have a special counsel, and I'll tell you exactly how it's going to end in the next hour. Diamond Dave Landau joins us, and I'm telling you, I have horse sense, and I will share some big-time street wisdom when we come back on Fox Across America. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Here we go, here we go. Coming to you live from the greatest country in the world. That is us. Number one in the rankings. We're not playing championship ball on this team right now. But we'll get there. Thanks to fine folks like yourself who tune into Fox Across America every day. And put country over party. Who put progress over political pugilism. Everybody else duking it out on Twitter and, you know. I'll break you in half like a little toothpick. No, here at Fox Across America, it's, you know. The price is right. Come on down. You're all welcome. Be a Republican. Be a Dem. We don't care how you vote, what you believe. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what color you are. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how dumb you are. Say it all the time. Be a Republican. Be a Democrat. Jude, just don't be a That is all. It's all we ask on this show. A show that's about to get real peppy. Diamond Dave Landau. Nationally touring comedian, great friend of the program. Okay, he stops by to discuss yesterday's debacle where the FAA had a computer outage that grounded 7,000 flights here in America. Okay, a bad situation. Pete Buttigieg says everything's okay. Not even close. Okay, everything has collapsed under this guy. Uh, We'll get into it. 
But if you remember, the story really made headlines because they renamed the computer system in charge of our computers, NOTAM, which did traditionally stand for Notice to Airmen, was changed to mean Notice to All Missions because they thought airmen might be offensive to some pilots. That was absolutely dreadful. I mean, seriously. If hearing the word airmen is going to be so damaging to your mental well-being, you shouldn't be in charge of an airplane. The lives of 300 people should not be in your hands if you can hear the wrong pronoun and be like, oh, hell no! We ain't flying this plane now. We're going straight to the mountains, girl. I mean, what are we talking about here? These are Stop it. This is embarrassing. But that's, you know, where we find ourselves uh, as it pertains to travel in this country right now. Plane tickets are becoming lottery tickets because we have a transportation secretary who is too busy posting pictures of himself pretend breastfeeding to get the job done. Pete Booty Judge is pathetic. We'll get into it. But right now, talking about not getting the job done. Okay, Joe Biden accused Donald Trump of not getting the job done when it came to handling classified information. If you will remember, back in September, the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. I mean, wow. 246-year-old country. We have never had the FBI raid a former president. They not only raided, but they had guns out. They had sirens on. They had news cameras with them, which I got to be honest with you, The FBI doesn't tip off news cameras, so is it worth asking, you know, maybe it is worth asking, what the hell were the cameras doing there? Was this all like a propaganda raid? I think he's got a point. Sounds like it was, because now we find out that the same Justice Department that raided Mar-a-Lago has disclosed that Joe Biden, okay, the guy who said this back in September, was storing classified information in not one... Not two, but three unauthorized locations. Three unauthorized locations. Joe Biden. Okay, but here's Joe Biden back in September telling you, ah, this is irresponsible of Trump. Clip 18. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen how one anyone could be that irresponsible and i thought what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods <laughs> shut up will you shut up i mean really think about that how could anyone be that irresponsible what data was in there that could compromise sources and methods well now we come to find out the guy who said how could you be that reckless okay he himself was storing classified information. Was it in one authorized location? Was it in two unauthorized locations? Was it in three unauthorized locations? Yes, it was. So the guy who, you know, since we're talking in terms of the price is right, said Trump was reckless and we should all be horrified of what could have been on the documents. To put it in price is right terms, Joe Biden. Joe Biden was just made the subject of a special counsel by Attorney General Merrick Garland. Biden was asked prior to this announcement from the AG 
how he could be so irresponsible. Here is Peter Ducey talking to Biden. The Biden excuse as well. You know, these classified documents were just locked in my garage with my Corvette. You know, just like they tell you to do in the classified information handbook. Yeah, listen, if uh, you don't have a secured room or a secured briefcase, just put them next to a box of Castrol motor oil. You'll be fine. You got a rag there, you know, shine the polish the rims with. You just put the classified documents right next to the sponge that's in the car wash bucket. If you could just keep the classified info there, we're good. Here it is, Biden, clip one. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. Oh, but anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Oh, um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my uh, of from my time as vice president were stored and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. It's nothing more than white noise coming from the White House. And I want to be very clear about what just happened there. Joe Biden was asked by Peter Ducey his own words. How could you be so irresponsible? <laughs> It is funny to see his words get stuffed back into his mouth. But understand what you just witnessed there was Biden starting with an honest extemporaneous exchange off the top of his head like he wanted to do, which is, hey, they're in my garage. Locked, by the way, it was locked up, the Corvette. It was locked up. Okay, but then he immediately caught himself and went from what he wanted to say to what he was ordered to say. He pivoted and read from a prepared statement. Okay, straight clown stuff. I'm going to play it for you one more time. This is very important that you hear this because the White House has just issued a response to the Merrick Garland announcement. Okay, and it is so fascinating to see the road we're going down. And I have theories, and I'm going to explain why this is a thing, and I'm going to explain how it ends. But listen to this Biden clip one more time. I'm sorry to subject you to this much Joe Biden, but I need 50 more seconds of your time. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 I want you to listen to this. It's under lock and key in my garage, clip one. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Speaking off the top okay, of his so head. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. Top of his head. At any rate. Yes, as well as my Corvette. Mm-hmm. Top um, of his head. But uh, as I said earlier this week, people know I take statement. classified documents and classified material seriously. Reading right off a statement. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. Get him out of here. 
Get him out. Dude, he went from talking off the top of his head, oh, just the garage. It's stored under lock and key in the garage, by the way. That's what he said. Here it is. I will read it to you. The man broke the law. Here is the official government order on how to handle hard copy classified documents inside a specially created government SIF, a specially created room that has been designed and secured specifically for this purpose. Is Biden's garage a specially created government SIF? The answer would be no. Merrick Garland said as much, said it was an unauthorized location. Inside a specially designed government briefcase that's used for transportation, it is nylon, double-binded, and has a lock and key. Documents inside this briefcase cannot be opened outside of a SIF. Were Biden's documents in that briefcase? The answer would be no. In fact, Biden, which is so funny, posted a campaign video in 2020 of him backing his vet into his garage in the video that has been seen by the world, you can actually see the boxes that contain the information. Oh, wow. It's all over the Internet. And I'm not saying, like, if it's on the Internet, it has to be true. It's all over every news site's Internet. We all know this is a thing now. This is agreed upon. Okay, it's real. It's not like me fighting some, hey, you got to vote my way. The country's getting screwed. It's not the Republican Party. The country's getting screwed. You shouldn't be okay with this. Okay, Joe Biden compromised our national security. Okay, this is the kind of thing that violates the law. He should be behind bars. You're going to hear that a lot in the coming weeks. Now, we don't know how this special counsel is going to play out, and it's also worth reminding everybody that Merrick Garland has also appointed a special counsel into Donald Trump. What I think is ultimately going to go on is I think this gives the DOJ cover not to charge Trump. They don't really want to charge an ex-president. Does the deep state want to charge him? Yes. Does the establishment want him to go away? Absolutely they hate Trump. Oh, God. But understand, legally, okay, in terms of precedent, in terms of how you could prosecute such a case, it's really hard to charge an ex-president for something as ridiculous, okay, as document storage. And understand it becomes infinitely harder when Trump did a more secure job of storing the documents than Joe Biden did. You are correct, sir. Think about that. Were Trump's documents in a campaign video seen by hundreds of millions of people? The answer would be no. And I'm not telling you that you could zoom in in this video and see the font on the Biden documents. I'm just telling you that they were in such an unsecured location You could see them. You could see what, you know, boxes of documents in his garage. Whether you know from that video or not, okay, what's on those documents, what you do know is if you're somebody who wants to spy on this country and obtain classified information that you know a vice president could technically have, it's not authorized to bring it home, but you do know Joe Biden is famous. Barack Obama famously said, never underestimate Joe's ability to things up okay that is a quote from barack obama tell him like it is so understand if you know joe biden has been wrong about every single thing he's ever done he is known as an incompetent buffoon in in washington okay the late robin williams has a stand-up comedy bit that is 30 years old 
in which he's haranguing politicians. He goes, and then you got Joe Biden, dumbest man in Washington, and everybody knows it. Come on, man. Because at the time, Joe Biden had just dropped out of another presidential race. This was in the 80s, 88, for plagiarism and for lying about graduating first in his class at law school, got a full-ride scholarship, graduated number one in his class. What did we come to find out? Here's what we came to find out. This is 1988. Listen, to, I believe this is Sam Donaldson, those eyebrows, talking about the demise of that Biden campaign. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. Went back to law school and, in fact, ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only needed 123 credits. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, and won only one degree, not three. Joe Biden ranked 76th in a class of 85 at the University of Syracuse Law School. I mean, this guy comes off this whole thing as a flyweight. Now Biden says Newsweek is right. His memory had failed him. And I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Joe Biden was victimized by the truth. Bye-bye, Biden. He may not know it yet, but I think this is very going to be very difficult for him to recover. Is Joe Biden dead meat, yes or no? I think so. 1988. That's what the country was saying about Joe Biden. Joe Biden ultimately got elected president because we live in such a hyper-partisan time where the, the media has divided us and waged such a rhetorical war on conservatism that Democrats have been taught to hate conservative values and the country to the core of their being, so much so that they were willing to vote for a guy who we were told in 1988 was a complete piece of Okay. Well, the bad news is that guy is in office now. The good news is it ain't going to be for much longer. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. It's like it's a it's a game changer. Oh, girl, it is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Going to be talking with Diamond Dave Landau in a little bit, but his opening act is Reese in Sheridan, Wyoming. Yo, Reese. How's it going there, Jimmy? Mega dittos. <laughs> good for you. Uh, we love a good rush shout out on this show, as you know. Um, listen, we don't know where this is going to go, but we do know there is a special counsel now for two presidents, uh, a former and a current, and... I want I, my, my take here on my end, as I said, when Trump, we had a special counsel appointed for Trump, is if he broke the law, of course, anybody who breaks the law should be prosecuted. But the fear here is there's a double standard because we know Hillary broke the law. James Comey admitted she broke the law and didn't charge her anyway. So do you believe, first and foremost, that anyone who breaks the law should be charged? A hundred percent. Okay. And I think, no, uh, I'm, not Republican I'm, I'm not cutting you off to cut you off. No, no. I just want to start there. I'm not cutting you off to cut you off. I'm cutting you off because there's a, a question I want to tie it to, and then you have the floor for a minute. Um, okay. Do you believe 
that if a Republican and a Democrat broke the law, both will be treated equally under the law. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? Uh, well, Look who runs the country. I know. So what I'm thinking is that the uh, the Republican House, they need to investigate Biden, the, the, the documents there, wherever the Hillary documents are, and let's just show them what they, uh, they, they fed Trump for so many years. Just yep. give, them, give them the same treatment that they had given Trump. <laughs> like it's not a it's not a this or that kind of deal, but we just we gotta have the right people in the right places enforcing the law, like whatever the law is. And yeah. if a Republican's bad, then imagine throw them that. Out. How about Reese, an equal opportunity law enforcement guy? We need to clone him. Oh, girl, it is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Fired up to talk to this next guest. I'm going to be honest with you. He is going to be doing stand-up comedy in Muskegon, Michigan, on February the 11th at the Froenthal Center. It's the closest you'll come to being at Shea Stadium when the Beatles landed in 1964. I'm talking audience just throwing themselves at him. Uh, But enough about the men. Uh, Comedian Diamond Dave Landau, back in the house, heartthrob that he is. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, how you doing, baby? How fired up are the Muskegans? Be honest. Oh, they are getting ready. I am going to get a lot of uh, a lot of panties thrown at me. But <laughs> by that, I mean hunter's underwear. <laughs> a lot of camo coming your way. <laughs> Just getting hit with full orange bodysuit. <laughs> this guy—it's got to be a moment, you know, for like rock stars when they literally getting hit with panties and stuff. Every once in a while, I'm sure you catch a pair where you really are like, and not in a good way. Like, whose are these? No, you probably get hit at some point when you're like, you're starting to, your career's starting to fade. And then all of a sudden you get hit with something that feels like an ice snowball. Just kind of set you back a little bit. (laughs) This this person was just flat out throwing these away. Well, (laughs) that is, that's, that's damn funny. Well, the the good news is yes, uh, tickets are available to see Diamond Dave in Muskegon, Michigan. The bad news is uh, I can't guarantee your flight's going to make it there with Pete Booty Judge in charge of transportation. Uh, Do you feel like our little buddy's in over his head? Look, I think that it's important because, look, when all the planes are down, it shows that we are not a nation of homophobes. <laughs> yeah, let's, 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 I mean, I, know. I just try to be honest. It's like this is what happens when you have when instead of hiring anybody who's qualified, mm-hmm. you check then, boxes. then you're just trying to check. Yeah. Yep. And you're yep. like, listen, like, how are you qualified to be a travel secretary? You're not. Like, I have a husband. Oh, yep. you're hired. <laughs> but it's true. They flat out said or he has this job because he was willing to drop out after the South Carolina primary and endorse Biden. And he was promised a cabinet position in return. But the administration has been open about the fact that we want people who check boxes. We want a black lesbian press secretary. We want a black female vice president. Like there's no other job in America where you can post a job listing and say these people shouldn't apply. You know what I'm saying? You would get sued. But in the White House, you'd be like, no, no, we want a person who checks this specific box. And that's the scam of the whole thing is they not only wanted the box checked, but then they carried that diversity into the actual job. As you know, the first thing they did was rename the flight system from no TAM notice to, to airmen. 
Pete Buttigieg had a change to notice to all missions because they said airmen is insensitive to some pilots. My question for you is would you want to get on a plane that was flown by a guy that was so emotionally unstable that seeing the wrong pronoun would affect his job performance? Yeah, there's no <laughs> – yeah, well, I think that's how Sully landed on the Hudson. It really wasn't about a goose strike. Someone had just misgendered him. <laughs> They called him man. He thought it was a they. He's like, that's it. We're taking this plane down. Well, it's like in, you're absolutely right. It's like, look, in, the, in their administration, you can be as as incompetent as you possibly want to as long as you don't shoplift constantly or steal luggage more than twice. <laughs> the bar is low. And let me tell you, I'm dying. Yeah. Diamond Dave Landau is on the line. You can see him in Muskegon, Michigan, February the 11th at the Fraunthal Center. Go get tickets. Dave Landau. Is it DaveLandau.com or Landau Dave? Uh, DaveLandau.com. Damn right it is. Um, let's talk about yeah. this. The other thing, out in that part of the country, he was the mayor in South Bend, Indiana, and I've been losing my mind all over TV and radio over the fact that South Bend, which has a population that's one one millionth the size of our American population, okay, we put a guy in charge of transportation who couldn't handle the roads in South Bend, Indiana. He was nicknamed Pothole Pete. Do you, Dave yeah. Landau, hire a guy for a job if his nickname is, is speaks to the very specificity that he can't do that job? Well, I uh, I think plane crash Phil is a pretty good hire. <laughs> was, he was also, busy, apparently. <laughs> yeah, train wreck Tanya. I like to just, as long as everybody's got a nickname like a garbage pail kid, I think they should be hired to run everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I said that yesterday. The head of education is uh, summer school Sal. And uh, he's, he's, he's going to do a great job. Don't worry. I mean, this is it's absurd. And the point we're making over and over again, to our credit, is we don't care. Like, if you have to check boxes, check them. But get people who can do the job. That's the whole point. We don't care that Kamala Harris is a black woman who happens to be our vice president. We care that she sucks. Yes. I, and why are you passing over so many people that are competent? Here's an idea. Get any gay pilot. <laughs> any one of them. Yeah. Literally. I think he could do a better job than Pete Buttigieg. I, there's just no reason, and this is what we give it to him for. We're like, well, you're not going to be president, and you know, you you couldn't even figure out how to fix potholes in South Bend, Indiana. What do you think about all airlines? And he's <laughs> like, yeah, I can, I can handle that. I mean, I, after all, I couldn't even I couldn't even hide the fact that I was getting driven to work in an SUV, then fake getting on a bike and riding a quarter mile. <laughs> it is my favorite story in the world. It is the greatest. Because it always happens to them specifically on the left, and it's so funny that he posted a video being like, yeah, you guys got to ride your bikes to protect the environment. And someone was shooting a video of him shooting the video that showed him getting out of the SUV with the bicycle. It is my favorite thing in the world. Oh, it's so good. And this is the guys who we have running the country. And as a comic, I'm just terrified because I fly to go to gigs. Mm -hmm. And it's like, just have anybody competent. I don't. I don't understand how something like this could even happen. Where, how would you feel? I was I was luckily not on a plane yesterday, <laughs> but how would you feel being on the plane where it's like, all right, guys, you have to take an emergency landing? But good news, so does every other plane in the United States. You'd be <laughs> like, is are there aliens? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's worth noting that the only time we've ever grounded domestic flights was on nine eleven. So yeah. we have achieved something yesterday. 
uh, that hasn't been done since Al-Qaeda, Pete Buttigieg. And I'm not comparing it to a terror attack. I'm just telling you we haven't had that level of uncertainty in our skies since 9-11. So the fact that we're still here talking about it, because a lot of people are like, oh, they fixed it, move on. Like, no, no, it can't happen. It's not like, oh, we can fix it next time. It's the first time is the issue. That's what drives me crazy. But It's not it's, – it's, look, yes, I understand nobody died, but you hired someone with the work ethic of 9-11. <laughs> I mean, when you think about this, okay, because we yes, have some... and I don't mean it in, like, even a funny way, like, that's yeah. terrible, and I understand the comparison, but it's like, that's the only other time it's happened where it's like, yeah, we're being attacked by terrorists, and this guy, not great at his job. <laughs> I mean, it sucks to say, but it's the reality, and I love the Garbage Pail Thank Kid reference. Do you know one of my Thank you. great regrets? Uh, actually, someone made it for me. I have to find it. When Trump was at odds with Steve Bannon... He called him sloppy Steve Bannon, and I said at the time, I'm like, that's like a garbage pail kid. And somebody, I'll text it to you, made a garbage pail kid of Steve ba- of sloppy Steve and sent it to me, and it was like my favorite thing in the world. My one regret. Oh, I've got to see it. Yeah, well, garbage pail kids were funny, but every once in a while, they really took the descriptions like too far visually, and they became a little disturbing. Yeah, they were always a little too graphic. Mad Magazine would do that sometimes, too, where you're like, should I be looking at this as a six-year-old? <laughs> like, yeah. Should Syphilis Stanley really be in my yeah. trading card yeah. collection? <laughs> I was, yeah, gonorrhea Gary. I like, was just watching even. The Great Space Coaster. I went from Gary Ganoos to gonorrhea Gary. <laughs> yeah, just sitting on a toilet and a tear coming down his cheek. <laughs> I don't know if it's okay. Um, did you follow any of this story? Uh, they they just found they just appointed a special counsel into Biden. He was keeping classified information in the garage uh, of his where his vet is is garaged at his home, just like they draw it up in the CIA playbook. You got to get the special information. You want to put it next to a armor all that you put on your tires. Isn't that what you were always taught? I think the most important document should go anywhere where if a giant door opens, it can all be blown away. (laughs) Yo, so to that point, okay, I don't know if you caught this online yet, but the specific garage where the documents were are where he filmed that campaign video of him driving his Corvette where he's like, get in, you know, we're saving the, whatever the hell he said, okay? Yeah. In the video... People have circled it and pointed it out online, including, like, multiple news sites. That's the garage, and you can see the actual documents sitting in a box behind the Corvette as he pulls out and pulls in. So everybody was telling you that – and again, we're comedians. We are not, like, activists. No political campaign is counting on us to save them. So when I make a point that's, like, pro-Trump, I always draw the distinction for the listener. I'm not here, like, shilling for a president. They don't want me to. They're like, please don't. No, please don't. But the point is, if you tell me Trump was reckless and should die in prison because he had documents in Mar-a-Lago, which is under 24-hour Secret Service protection, but as you said, Biden has them in a box where they can blow away if the door opens. (laughs) He's using them as a bumper area between the wall and his car because he keeps (laughs) smashing into it. He's like, what's going to like, what's going to keep my vet safe? I don't know these boxes of social security numbers. <laughs> just a couple of, just a couple of nuclear secrets we share with the Soviets and the Chinese. But other than that, yeah, it's no problem. 
Pass me uh, this the is box. <laughs> this is box of codes. Yeah. No Pass. problem. So... And, and who shot Kennedy? But, uh, <laughs> speak, yeah, speaking of which, his car's just soaked in blood and dents and shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm talking to Diamond Dave Landau. Go see him in Muskegon, Michigan. If you're listening out there, W-I-C-B-I-C-K out there and any of our affiliates listening to Diamond Dave right now. He's in Michigan, damn it, risking life and limb. Are you in Detroit right now at your fam? I'm not. I'm actually in Hollywood of all places. Florida or California? California. Ooh, fancy schmancy. I know. So let's yeah, talk- I went in yesterday to the store, and then I'm flying to Spokane, and it is uh, Hollywood is everything you expect. Oh, it's so funny. I have a Hollywood question in a second, but the fact that you're going to Spokane, are you there this weekend? Yes. Oh, the Spokane Comedy Club where I was, uh, I think, in November or whatever the hell it was. I love that club. Yes. That, that is such a good room. Every one of their rooms uh, are run so – they're, like, so super comic friendly in terms of the setup, the stage, the green room, everything in between. It's as e- – like, honestly, it's, it's as easy of a weekend as you can have in terms of in performance, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I think uh, Adam, who runs him, used to be a comic, and he's always been good to me. And Uh he was one of those comics where he went on the road and had to deal with what we did, where it's like, here's your check. Uh, Don't cash that until three Thursdays from now. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) You half off a meal. You're like, I don't want to eat for free. (laughs) The late, great Dan Vitale. That's so funny. Dan Vitale used to tell a joke about getting paid for road gigs. He's like, yeah. He's like, so the guy's like, all right, so you're going to meet after the show. You'll meet the manager. He's going to give you a Jorge Posada rookie card. It's not for you. He's like, you're going to bring that to a memorabilia dealer who's going to cut you a check for $300. you are going to bring that to me. It's you're right. In this place, it's so it's like not a scene from the Blues Brothers. It's the opposite. Do you want to know my only complaint, though, and I'll voice it? Is they they must Adam – delightful human being i believe he was like a big ralphie may fan or like a big earthquake fan because he has uh, so he, i think he's trying to turn all of us into 700 pound comics with the candy in these green rooms oh it's dude it's ever there's no diet anything and it's just <laughs> piles but, and piles of kid cats but let's talk about what it looks like every one of these green rooms so everybody understands it looks like the inside of every kidnapping white van that was ever confiscated by the FBI. Would you not say? Yeah. In terms of the oh, volume yeah. and the variety of candy in these green rooms? Yeah, like imagine if you got in one and the guy was at the very end was like, well, I hope you had fun. Here's some money and, and actually let you live. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it really is like it's like a dark dystopian remake of Willy Wonka. Where at the end, you, your golden ticket got you into a van. There was every type of candy. Every type of candy yeah. known to man. And old like yeah, you go, go ahead. Yeah, your golden ticket got you $800 plus travel if you're lucky. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> not, not Adam at one point. No, Adam's class act all the way to the bank, man. I, like I said, I, yep. I actually I love those clubs, and they're opening one in Tulsa. And uh, one of the stations I'm on down there, KRMJ, Hey Girl, uh, we're gonna we're gonna wind up playing there probably in the spring. I know you'll have your own date, but we might have to do a a fail a land out. Like we could put out, you know, like rappers put out like a dual album. And I'm not gonna elaborate on that because every example of dual albums I know, one of them either wound up in jail or banned from polite society. The two biggest yes. of the last twenty years were Jay Z and R. Kelly. Do you remember they went on a tour together? And I do. Yeah. yeah okay. 
not the best. And here's another one. No. Go ahead. <laughs> didn't end well. Yeah, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want, for, for some reason, um, for for some reason, R. Kelly wanted to have the meet and greet at a friendlies. I'm not sure yeah, why. <laughs> Younger clientele they're trying to attract. But uh, and Jay Z put out a mixed album with Kanye. The point is, they were both huge albums. Uh, but both of the people who collaborated with Jay Z, you know how they say there's like a Kardashian curse; it doesn't end good for you if you get involved with the family. Maybe the lesson here is don't put out an album with Jay Z. That could be it. I mean, there is definitely a Kardashian curse when you talk to OJ. <laughs> but uh, as far as music goes, they seem to not be the best people to be around. And yeah, definitely those two where you have R. Kelly. I just wouldn't go on tour with R. Kelly at that point. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, uh, I remember Aaliyah. Yeah, oh I know. What, I know. What, I don't want to talk about it. like the whole time you have to not make eye contact with a guy. Yeah. Well, the, the, <laughs> the one thing is it would be it would be cool to meet Prince Andrew in the green room. Yeah, that would be nice. You have to meet a lot of celebrities on a certain island. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just Lane Maxwell's backstage. Yeah. But isn't oh, that, look at that Bill, yeah. Bill Clinton's here? Bill Clinton's here. Who knew? Weird. Give me this really quick. We because we've been talking about this for years. It's insane. We have a minute to, to cover this, and I want to cover it. Ghislaine Maxwell, yeah. who is alive, uh, I think to the shock of a lot of people, has not yeah. been forced to divulge the client list of hundreds of influential people, some of which were presidents, some of which were royals, that she arranged these underage dates for. Isn't that the ultimate proof that there is bipartisanship still? Yes. Well, I mean, it, there absolutely it's proof, and it's also proof that this elite – sort of class controls everything and that's not even being somebody who's like conspiracy theory or yep. any, anything yep. it's there's an elite class of people that are always going to be protected because everybody in america should, be, should just be going we know about yeah dan schneider and r mm -hmm. kelly and like people mm -hmm. that were so creepy they couldn't even hide it mm -hmm. but who are the other 400 you know 500 on this list we have the right to know like Thank as you. families as kids I, it's do disgusting you, do me. you see how i redeemed every offensive joke we just told by going on a crusade to a Arrest the bad guys. You're welcome. That's right. Everything we said was <laughs> You're well welcome. Played. You're welcome, Dave Landau. <laughs> I just wanted to say something the listeners could hear because I'm pretty sure Josh was on the dump button for 16 minutes. You're the best. Uh, yeah. Just sweating over. I'll see you soon, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> there he goes, the great Diamond Dave Landau. You're listening to the show that Standard & Poor describes as Standard & Poor. I would say he's incompetent, but I don't want to do that because that's not nice. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. I am headed to the television after this. I will be on the Fox Business Network with the great Dagan McDowell in the 5 p.m. hour. Also scheduled to be on the Sean Hannity Show. Hey, girl, 9 o'clock tonight. That is, of course, pending any other developments. They might find another box of documents that Biden misplaced. Dude, the regime seems to be done with Biden. It seems to be time to show him towards the door. Get him out of here. Get him out. Which does open things all the way for who knows what in 2024. We could even have another... One of those sequels. Everything else gets a sequel. Well, not Trump, Hillary. Uh, we'll discuss at length tomorrow with Kennedy. The Fox News Rundown. A contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. 
Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.